In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please be seated. We continue with our meditation on the mysteries, on the mystery of Our Lady, of the Immaculate Conception. And, um, yesterday we uh, meditated on the friendship of Our Lady towards, um, towards her Blessed Son. And um, in, in, in parallel, we've um, meditated on the, uh, we reflected upon the, uh, the friendship of this, the blessed souls in heaven and our blessed Lord and the blessed Trinity. And there is a parallel. Our Lady is the, the image, the mirror of this friendship. And we catch a glimpse of our own friendship with God once, uh, once after our death in heaven. And today, I would like to, uh, to uh, underline or highlight a, uh, a privilege attached to uh, the Immaculate Conception. Well, I would say a sub-privilege of the Immaculate Conception, which is uh, the privilege of the souls who, again, live in the state of grace. The Immaculate Conception is known and is well uh, um, is seen as this, this soul who uh, is uh, so close to God, so uh, so uh, so close to the so intimate to the, the the will of God that she would answer immediately the very first expression of God's providence, and uh, this is very true in the visit of the archangel Gabriel to uh, this younger woman uh, at Nazareth, at the Annunciation. Yes, the movement of Our Lady was a movement of agreement, a movement of love. There was only one question, but all her being, her whole person, was already in, uh, let's say, in uh, walking to uh, or agreeing to uh, this, uh, the providence, the plan of God on her to become the mother of God. And why this movement of Our Lady? Why this agreement in principle to the hidden will of God on her and on the world? Why was she so uh, able to respond positively and yes and fiat to the call of the Archangel? You become the mother of God, yes, but and there was a, a question because this is a mystery the question of Our Lady is not a delay. The question of Our Lady is a, a fair question of the human nature. Is our question when we face the mystery of God and the mystery of this face to face with the divinity in heaven, we have this question in mind, which the souls uh, have, no, have no longer in heaven. The saints have no question. And Our Lady's question at the Annunciation is not a challenge to uh, the will of God, to the divine providence. It's only it's a fair observation. How could it be? And uh, this question is repeated in our own life because as opposed to Our Lady, we are sinners. And our questions are regularly are challenges to uh, the divine providence. When we ask why God has decided 
such and such a way or makes such and such decision for me or wants me to do such and such uh, uh, things in my life. Why? Our question is, it's a sort of a, a delay. Well, often it is a delay. We don't want these things to happen because we don't understand them or because we find them too hard or too difficult or too demanding or whatsoever because we don't see. But Our Lady, in Our Lady, the question that the Annunciation is no, nothing to do with her weakness or, um, or her sins because the Immaculate Conception, this, the privilege of the Immaculate Conception as a consequence gives her a kind of sweet swiftness to answer the will of God. There was no delay. The sin delays, the virtue hastens the, uh, the, the, the answer. The sins, our sins, put hurdles between us and the divine providence. And this is why we have, we have so we have another privilege in the Catholic Church to have recourse to the confession. And the sacrament of confession makes us <coughs> holy again and immaculate as much as we can. I mean, with, it does make us immaculate because we are forgiven all our sins and we are able, after the confession, to answer the the will of God on us, although in the mystery, but it makes us, it makes everything more, a bit easier, and our belief and our faith become stronger. The immaculate, the privilege of the immaculate conceptions, in a sense, eases the answer of Our Lady, because it does make sense to her. One of the women of Israel should become the mother of God. She firmly believed it, but she didn't know that would be her. And this is a sort of a, it could have been a shock for her. It could have been a surprise, a divine surprise. This angel comes to my house and tells me, you will become, will you become, or you will become the mother of, of, of God, of the Most High. And the answer is not long to come. Fiat. After a few seconds. In heaven, we will be placed, we will be placed in the same situation of Our Lady, and the saints in heaven are placed in the same situation of the Immaculate Conception. Because in heaven there is no sins and no occasions of sins. In heaven there is no mystery. We see the will of God face to face. And as the Immaculate Conception did answer yes before us during her life, we would be able to answer yes again and for all eternity. And our yes, our fiat, uh, would never ever end. And we would, in a way, we would live the privilege of the Immaculate Conception and this kind of divine a supernatural swiftness in our answer. And there would be no question for us, no challenges, no hurdles, just a, a normal acceptance, a usual, intangible, uh, <coughs> unchanging answer to the love of God. We would just say, we would be only be able to say, yes, this is it, this is where I have to be, 
This is where you call me. This is the fulfillment of my vocation is here at the foot of the throne of God. In the presence of angels and all saints, we know that this is our vocation and we know this is the fulfillment why we were created. The reason of our creation, the reason of our life on earth is the next, is the, our presence in the beatific vision with all saints. Our Lady's vocation was fulfilled by the full acceptance of the will, the divine providence at Nazareth. Her vocation was fulfilled at this moment, during her life. Our vocation will be fulfilled, will be achieved at, in heaven, again, at the foot of the Most High. We would probably see the Archangel Gabriel, and we would probably remember, we would definitely remember what happened to Our Lady. Oh yes, she did say fiat, and I would repeat this fiat again, and forever and for all eternity. Our vocations is we have been created to say yes. We have been created to agree with God's plan and God's providence. And the devil is trying and is trying to put hurdles and barriers to, to prevent us from saying this simple word to the good Lord, the good Lord. Yes, I will. Our life in heaven, from that aspect, would not be different from the, the Immaculate Conception and our, our, the, 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 our swift, swiftness, our swift answer will follow and would come directly from the answer of Our Lady at Nazareth. It wouldn't be that different. Also, because we have a model, but also because we would, not, we would be absolutely pure and perfect, body and soul, no temptation, no challenges, nothing between us and God, nothing to, uh, no mystery, just a face-to-face. -face. This, this would definitely ease our answer. Our answer. The moment the, the will of God is handed out through the mystery, through, through mysteries of the faith in particular, through the mysteries of our life, through the crosses and through sufferings, sufferings in particular. But this is the time of purification and in heaven there won't be any sufferings, no crosses, well except the glorious cross of Christ, no pain, no tears, no uh, no resentment, no wounds, nothing. Just our soul and body before God and we will see. And our answer would be always yes, because we have all the reasons why God is asking us to be there in front of Him. We would know why, we would see, and we would not like to go anywhere else because there would not be any other place, there would not be any better place than us, than, than the court of all saints and the crown and the, the queen of the, the holy hosts of angels. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen.